welcome to episode 105 of Divided by Werewolves. Uh, we are in October, which thankfully means we have we are in the last quarter <laughs> of, yeah. of what I think every human being who has been alive this year would agree is the longest year uh, ever. Ever, 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 ever. I bet like scientific experiments have been done that have proven that every month of 2020 is like two to three months of a normal, non-horrible year. Yeah, even even for someone like me who calls every year the worst year ever, like it seems to be unanimous. <laughs> like this year just is terrible. Like yeah. by anyone's standards. Yeah. So here's a weird thing. Here's a weird thing that how your brain can be fun and exciting. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a quick story, and then I'm going to tell you how that relates to our present day situations. So when my, uh, she was my second dog that we owned, but she was my first dog to pass away. Um, I know I like to start off the show with like a real po- positive high mm-hmm. note. Um, mm-hmm. So it was unexpected in that like we knew she was old and we knew she had kind of was having problems, but. Um, my wife had taken Maggie to the vet and they called me and was like, yeah, come on to the vet. We're going to pick her up. We're going to bring her home. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I was waiting at the stoplight and she called me and she's like, you need to get here now. We need to put her down. And I was like, oh, fuck. So, you know, obviously that was as fun as you can imagine. And um, so the next day I was driving to work. And so uh, at the time, Uh, So traffic in Atlanta, of course, is fucking terrible. And when I say traffic in Atlanta, what I mean is Atlanta and then draw a circle of like a 20-mile radius around Mm -hmm. Atlanta. And for traffic purposes, when you say traffic in Atlanta is bad, that's the circle that Mm -hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. And it was raining. And anywhere that has bad traffic, if it rains, it's a million times worse. And Atlanta is like a billion times worse because Mm -hmm. Atlanta. So... Um, so when that would happen, uh, I wouldn't take the, uh, the highway 400 to work. I would take, it's called state route nine. And I, I will remember this for as long as I live. There was this, uh, long, there's a stretch right before, uh, I don't know, maybe half a mile before where I worked was. And there were these, this apartment complex. And like, if you didn't time it right with the buses, um, mm. They would stop, and like a million elementary school children lived in this apartment complex, and you would just have to sit there and wait while they all got on the bus. So I did not time it right with the buses. And I was sitting there, and I was listening to Pearl Jam Radio, Sirius XM, like I do most mornings. I was sitting there, and my favorite Pearl Jam song came on, Wishlist. At the time, it was my favorite Pearl Jam song, and I'll, after mm. the story, you'll understand why it wasn't. And Wishlist is just, uh, you know, there's like a lot of I wish, and it's like, you know, like I, I wish I was... Um, you know the the moonlight reflecting off a of Camaro's hood. You know, I wish I was the 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 hook you put your car keys on. Things like mm-hmm. that. It's a really beautiful song. Mm-hmm. And my brain, because it was like, hey, you know, it would be awesome right before you get to work and have to talk to your coworkers. Is my brain went, I wish Maggie was still alive. And I'll Ooh. probably choke up right now. Yeah. I fucking lost it <laughs> in the car. Yeah. Watching elementary school children get on the school bus until I got to work, full on, you know, fucking, uh, fucking ugly, um, you know, uh, mm. uh, snot bubble cry, like oh, just, yeah. just the, just the, just the worst, just, 
uh, you know, fucking Viola Davis had to get away with murder. Just ugly mm-hmm. cry, just full. <laughs> get to work, and my eyes are all red. And I will always remember that because a, I used to love that song, not so much now. But it's weird mm. how your brain will take something that you think you're like, nah, it's cool, and then it's like, heads up, motherfucker, it ain't cool. <laughs> Yeah. So how this relates to our current situation. So obviously, so last week, we're all getting ready to play video games. And it's like, hey, president, you know, whatever. We find out that whatever, Trump's got coronavirus. And so I was like, yeah, shit, right? Like, I don't want this guy. Like, I'm just kind of thinking, like, we're on such a... <coughs> this country is in... I think it's best to describe, like, we're in kind of a fragile state to begin with. And all you would need is for him to die, and there's some motherfuckers who'd probably be like, here's our chance, right? And it's like, you know, this is the China flu, let's go kill some whatever, and you're just like, no. And so I'm just like, I no, I obviously, but also, like, as a human being, he's got kids, he's got whatever, they're probably, most of them are not great either, but he's got a teenage son, and that kid still has a chance to not be a thundering asshole, right? Like, (laughs) and I'm like, I don't, you know, but also he's just, he's a human being. Like, regardless of how I feel about him, he's another human being, and I don't want to be someone who would hope for the death of another person simply because I don't like them as a person. Right. So I was like, you know, obviously I don't want him to die. Well, then I get up the next morning, I check my phone, and my brain was like, you are disappointed he's not dead. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. And it, my brain was right. I was, I was disappointed that he wasn't dead. And I'm like, fuck, that's what this cat has done to me. Is that yeah. like, is, it's not even, I can't, it's not even just a like, hey, you are not right for this. It's like, I don't, but that's, I don't want that to be me. Like, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> right. And some people would be like, that's fine. Like. Well, not fine, but they'd be like, no, he's totally, like, gonna, it, it's gonna get so much worse, so, yeah, whatever, if it happened, it happened, he's, you know, he, you send that fucking awful shit out there, hey, sometimes that bill comes due, right, but I still right. was just like, oh, God, and then I felt bad, and I was like, ugh, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I, I don't particularly have that problem, the thing <laughs> is, there are lots of people that I mm. can't fucking wait until, mm. Till they die. It's just that most of them I've had personal interaction with. Yeah. I think um, that's, yeah. I think what it is, know. is like, I, I guess when I get, as I get older, I, 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 as much as I, and I know that I, 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 like, I, I, as much as it might not seem this way, like, I genuinely do try to understand kind of where other people are coming from when I disagree with them. Even if, like, when I disagree with them, I'm like, well, you disagreeing with me on this particular item is not a really great thing for you because it might mean like you might like genocide. Yay. But you know, so, but I still try to go, okay, but where is that coming from? And so, you know, when you're just like, nope, I want him dead. That kind of shuts the door to any sort of discussion, right? Sure. It's just yeah, yeah. Like, close, like, just, <laughs> you know, just like, it's just like, you know, but whatever. We can think it, but we don't say it. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the other thing, right? Yeah. So, but anyway, all things, that being said, um, you know, early voting in places have started. So, you know what? Figure out how you're going to vote and then go vote. And that's what we're going to say about that. Yep. Okay. Um, 
Vigi Games. Oh, so much to talk about. I finished Avengers. Um, the least said about that, the better. So we're not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Although I was not surprised to see that they are like shedding players because hey, oh, it, yeah. it's it's the same end game problem that these games as a service games have, with the exception of. It's even worse. I mean, it's, there's even less incentive because the stuff that you can get doesn't make you look any different, right? Like, at least. right. <laughs> um, so there's no surprise there. And, you know, Crystal Dynamics come up with stuff and they're like, oh, we're going to have a new hero. And it's like, whatever. It doesn't matter. You have a new hero because it's still going to be doing the same boring shit. So, but, you know, uh, obviously, you know, if Avengers is your thing, great. I'm just it's totally not mine. Um, mm. and I did finally escape Hades. Uh, not to say that yeah, I beat congrats. Hades because there's no such thing as beating it. Yeah, I kind of feel like there's an asterisk there because I use God mode. But no. here's the thing about God <laughs> mode in Hades that is brilliant: is it's not a, it's not like Doom God mode where you don't take any damage and you can just mm. wreck shop. So what God mode does is it just says, okay, you turn God mode on. Your next run, you have twenty percent damage resistance, and that's it. That's God mode. But then if you oh. die, you have 22% damage resistance. And then you die, uh, you have 24, gotcha. die again. So it it it's not a full cop-out. It, it just gives you a little bit of a boost. And it allows you to have even more of a boost. It's just like in, in you know, like Iron Banner, right? Where they're like, you know, you lose a match, you get a token or this or whatever it is, and they kind of stack. And then if you then win, then they all go towards your progress, right? So it's like... It kind of takes the sting away um, from dying. And even and the thing about Hades, I'm not going to spoil what happens when you escape in Hades, but all I can say is that escaping Hades is really just the beginning. Mm. And that's a weird thing to say, because it is the sole driving force behind <laughs> Zagreus's, Zagreus's uh, you know, purpose whatever mm. but but it, escaping hades it, re- it really is just the beginning and it also <laughs> seems silly to say that and I, I and i love this as a cliche and i love even more that it's true the true genius of hades uh, i hate that i'm gonna say this is the friends you make along the way <laughs> <laughs> because it's true it's true because as you escape, you learn more about all of the gods and, 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 the, and the heroes, and then you can talk to them about those things, and then you get stuff that you can give to them and make them your friends. And then you learn more, and it opens up more things that you could do for them. And so it's a joke, but it's also true that it, it really is the friends you made along the way. <laughs> And I love it. I fucking love it. I still play it. I still love it. I still I I escaped, I escaped Hades with the bow. Which if you had told me, it's, whatever twenty twenty is a motherfucker. When I first played that, and I was like, this bow is shit. And then like, <laughs> every boss, I was like, first time I beat the fucking uh, Bone Hydra bow. First time I beat Theseus and the Minotaur bow. First time I escaped Hades bow. I'm like, all right, all right. I you know what. <laughs> That's such a thing for their games, though, right? Mm. Like, because I remember, I remember when you were talking about um, uh, the the uh, pyre, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Man, I could like help this guy escape hell or whatever, but I need him for my team, so I have to decide, mm-hmm. you know, whether 
to keep him from my own selfish needs or to like let him actually escape or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like their games are so well done, so tight. Every mm-hmm. like controls tight. Everything's perfect. But then they also the narrative is also always so fucking good. Yep. And and no clip has a six part uh, yeah. and growing documentary where they actually embedded themselves with super giant mm-hmm. during the making of Haiti. So I'm really looking forward to, oh, yeah, it's um, excellent. to watching I actually, that. I watched that um, uh-huh. because it, it, the, it ended the episode, the last episode, I, if I'm remembering right, it like ended with them announcing the game at the game awards that night. I think it's, like, it's gone past that. Cause there is an episode um, of them like when quarantine, Oh, okay. whatever. Maybe that's the last thing I saw then, I guess. Because, I mean, there's uh, six. Right now, there's six of them, including okay. the intro. So, like, five full episodes and then one. Okay. But anyway, yeah. But, yeah, I love No Clip, by the way. Just everything. I watch everything they do. Obviously, I'm behind on Hades, but. It, it, you know what? And it's such a. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just such a great game. It's so good. So. um. Okay, and I started playing Squadrons, and it's boring as fuck. Like, I'm sorry, Squadrons <laughs> is boring as fuck. It, I, I enjoyed. I've only played up to the part where we could do multiplayer. Um, and you know, like I said, I can add spaceship pilot to the list of jobs I should probably never have. But I, I the novelty of it being Star Wars and and the VR and I, I, I enjoyed yet. I enjoyed that, but. You know, space shooters are always kind of boring to me. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's the story. It's the mm. same. We have seen this so many times in a Star Wars game where, oh, here's a version that works for the Empire. Turns out mm. he doesn't like what the Empire's doing. And so right. he leaves or she leaves. And then, oh, my God, somebody's got a super weapon. Or, and it's like, I mm. don't even. And it could change. Who knows? I still haven't done VR, so I need to do VR. But I've done like three or four missions. And I'm just like, I don't care and especially because yeah this is you know this is this is the problem where they they like like rogue one worked for me because it i mean it answered like okay han solo i think was a fun movie but han solo spent a lot of time answering questions that just really didn't need to be answered yeah and then rogue one was a heist and i don't care it's a heist i love heists like who doesn't love a good heist movie right but we're still telling stories in a framework or or in a narrative uh period where we know the outcome we know the ultimate outcome Mm. and and you there are an entire like worlds where you Mm. can tell stories completely outside of tying into the greater conflict that happens across all the Star Wars movies and still make something good, mm-hmm. right? Like, every single one yes. of those planets that would have been under, uh, you know, Imperial rule did not directly impact the Battle of Yavin or, or you know, the Battle of Endor or any of that stuff, right? There's so mm-hmm. many stories that you could tell with compelling characters in the Star Wars universe that don't all have to somehow tie into blowing up the Death Star or right. here's a big super weapon. Like, I mean, my God, there's there's whole new... There's, I mean, you could do so much with that license mm-hmm. and they just don't. 
and I get yeah. it because if somebody played a Star Wars game where you were like, well, who the fuck is this guy? Right. You know, when is Darth Vader going to show up? But it right. also, it's so, it's like on the one hand, it's like, I can, you know, I mean, talk about a property to play with. But on the other hand, it just, to me, it just seems like so limiting because they just insist on trying mm-hmm. to shove something into this very like we already know how it ends so why do i give a shit right where they're like especially yeah. now with the way that the last star wars movie ends and it's like okay fine so the empire got blown up at the battle of endor well eventually the space nazis are gonna fucking rise again so who the fuck cares whether or not i do anything kylo mm-hmm. ren's out there getting ready to get pissed off and that fucking weird ginger he's gonna be man in the space station <laughs> it, like blows up other planets so who gives a shit whether or not i do what i do because i know where this goes yeah. Right. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. I, mean, I f- from a from a flying mechanical perspective and like doing you know shooting tie interceptors and among yeah. the wreckage of a star destroyer. Yeah, man, it's fucking great. Mm. But then when they do the story, I'm just like, okay, whatever. And I just I'm not. I don't know. I just need more. I guess. I think. Gotcha. Yeah. You I know. Mean, I'm kind my, of honestly. Go ahead. No, I, I honestly I was surprised that it wasn't just straight up a multiplayer game. Like it, mm-hmm. I appreciate that they at least gave those of us who don't enjoy multiplayer that much something to do in the game. But I mean you're right, but it's like okay, it's like video games are really expensive to make, right? So yeah. what's the backlash going to be on this thing if they don't right pan- pander to that particular Star Wars audience? Yes. Right. Absolutely. Like they couldn't make, they couldn't make a Star Wars game where it was like you were like a janitor, right? Who ends up like getting clipped exactly. by a bounty hunter? But yet that'd be right. fucking amazing. No shit, right? Like if they made a if they made a Star Wars game where all it was was you were a bounty hunter and you didn't give mm. a and 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 your dealings with the Empire were just like how the fuck do I? Because that's the thing, right? Like like and that's the thing that that like like the Han Solo film kind of showed is like, you know, mm-hmm. the empire probably would have been perfectly happy to let a fair amount of crime kind of go on. If it kept certain systems in line, well, what mm-hmm. if you worked, what if you were a bounty hunter working in those systems, even if over the course of the game, you kind of change your tune, right? Like there's mm-hmm. so much to play with, um, without having it to tie into the, the big stuff. Right. Um, Oh, I agree 100%. And and I think, and my, my and I know it shouldn't be this way because there's lots of Star Wars properties. And like, I think The Mandalorian was fun. I don't think it was anything particularly groundbreaking, um, but it was it was fun to watch. Like, I like Baby Yoda, yeah. same as everybody else. I think I'm, sure. I'm watching Clone Wars now, and it's actually like a really good show. I know I'm late to the party on this one, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like a lot of times, my desire to engage with Star Wars really does rise and fall with how good the movies are. And because mm-hmm. I fucking hated Rise of Skywalker, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, bad, or indifferent. Um, and then finally, for me, uh, because I really want to hear about um, your your you your new newly entitled elite elite <laughs> gamer. Uh, I, I started playing Mafia Definitive Edition. So um, this is a weird one because, okay, so there's Mafia, there's Mafia 2, there's Mafia 3. And then mm. they said, we're going to do the Mafia Trilogy, which was released as a digital-only uh, compilation of Mafia and Mafia 2 and Mafia 3 uh, Definitive Edition. They also, and thank you 
thank to you for pointing this out to me. When they announced that, they released all of the story DLC for Mafia 3 free. And mm-hmm. Mafia 3 was, a, I already had already had it, but it was also a PlayStation Plus game, so I re-downloaded it. So I'm kind of working my way through that stuff. Well, Mafia 2, also only a digital release. For some reason, they released Mafia, the original one, Definitive Edition, as an actual physical release. Mm. I don't know why, but they did, which means I could rent it. So I started playing it. And it's the weirdest open-world game I've ever played, because it's not an open-world game. Mm. It's a game with a giant map. (laughs) (laughs) You can't, in between missions, go do your own thing. Like, if I wanted to... There's actually an achievement for, like, stealing cars and bringing them back to the garage and finding mystery foxes. And I'm like, when am I supposed to do this? Like, in the middle of a mission, when, like, the cops are chasing me, or I'm supposed to go blow up a whorehouse? Am I supposed to stop and be like, (laughs) guess I gotta boost this car? Like, every... I mean, every, like, open-world game, I mean, they always have it where it's, like, go talk to Frank, right? Like, that's your next mission. Like, go talk to mm-hmm. who so-and-so or drive out to the coast or do whatever. And you can just be like, yeah, 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 whatever, right? And then you go and you fucking whatever. You run a marathon or you – if it's Grand Theft Auto or you, you know, do a fucking whatever. Buy some boots or go do whatever dumb shit you're supposed to do. And then when you want to, you go to the thing that starts the mission. In this game, there's no, you just go right into the next mission. So I don't know when I'm supposed to do this open world stuff. I've spent more time in this game driving than I have done anything else. And they're 1930s cars, so they handle like shit, except, mm-hmm. except if you had uh, played Mafia 3, and I'm assuming it's just that you have a save, I don't know, they will put the Samson which is a muscle car in your garage. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm driving around in fucking 1933 version of Chicago with all these like, you know, the horns or whatever. And I'm fucking yeah, yeah, tearing yeah. around in a muscle car. <laughs> and it's fucking great. But the problem is they didn't adjust the handling to account for the fact that it's not a car in the 1930s. So you have a 19... Whatever, I think Mafia 3 is set, like, after Vietnam, so it's early 70s, I think. Late 60s, 60s. early 70s. So it's a late 60s muscle car that handles, like, a 1930s car. (laughs) Which is to say, not great. But, of course, I made mine purple, and it's fucking hilarious uh, to be driving around with your fedora on and your Tommy gun and then your fucking Camaro. But, I mean, the game, I remember, like, on Jumping the Shark when Bill played this game, and he was like, I wanted it to be good because you're a gangster, and it's so boring because you just spend all your time driving, and then you go shoot someone, and then you get back in the car, and you drive for 20 minutes. And they actually, to their credit, they tweaked a lot of the options because his thing was, like, you have to actually drive like you would drive in real life. If you have to stop at stoplights, you have to put on your blinker, you can't cut in front of other cars because... The, it'll bring the cops down on you. So he's like, it takes even longer because you're essentially, wow. you are in a car that can only go 30 miles an hour and you're driving from one end of the town, of the city to the other. Thankfully, they changed that. So you can actually turn driving on, simulation driving on and off. So simulation is you got to follow the rules of the road. The other gotcha. one is like, you could fucking, saw, you can go cut right in front of a police car. As long as you don't hit anybody, they'll just be like, whatever. So they did mm. kind of tweak that. Um, but I mean, he's right. I mean, as a, it's not, 
it's not an open world game. It's like a third person action game. It just happens to be on a big map. Um, mm. So, but, you know, to kind of tool around until Watch Dogs comes out, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. <clears throat> I only ever played the second one on PS2. I think it was PS3. Um, was two on PS3? Yeah. Maybe it was the first one I played then. Whichever one I played, it was on PS2. Yeah. I think that would have been the first one then. Because I think three yeah, was definitely PS3. It was like 2000 yeah, or play, something. I, like, I didn't finish it. Like I I was like, I like this. I like the Mafia. And I was like, eh, it's yeah. all right. <laughs> and that's it. It's like, it's all right. I mean, it looks good. The char- I mean, I, you, know, you know, they did a really good job of, you know, bringing it up to PlayStation 4 standards. But I, I loved Mafia mm. 3. I mean, it was a flawed game, don't get me wrong, but it was mm. a lot of fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but So you have a title. What is your title now? I am a forerunner oh. in Destiny 2. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, I, am I allowed to talk? I probably should ask, am I allowed to talk to you now? Oh, obviously, yeah. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's just, it's one of those things, right? It's like, it's it's this thing that you can do in Destiny. And I've been playing Destiny for six years, six plus years. And since they introduced this title thing, I have lots of them that I'm really close to. But there's always a step or two that I'm just like, okay, I can't raid or I can't do this thing or, you know, whatever it is. And it's not the grindy stuff. It's the end game stuff that yeah. I don't get to do. And uh, and Sean, our friend Sean from the Gene Pool Variety Hour, uh, mentioned he's he's back into Destiny pretty big, you know, big time, and he's going for Forerunner for this this particular season. And I was like, I don't even bother to look anymore because mm-hmm. I always assume there's going to be just this one thing that I can't do. So right. Uh, but he mentioned it, and I looked at mine, and I was like, well, shit, I'm literally two things away from getting that one myself and one of them was just uh, I got the the gun that you have to shoot the seventh eyes with mm-hmm. uh i'd gotten that earlier just you know because i'm always looking for something to do in destiny because it keeps me playing destiny and so i got that gun i hated it never never used the ruinous effigy or whatever that yeah. that void gun uh and i was like all you have to do is shoot 50 sabathoon eyes uh I had to do that and like one oh and finish the the weekly mission thing and I was like well shit I can do the weekly mission no problem I just stopped doing them because it's the same shit every week right so I did that and then Saturday morning uh, I got a, I pulled out the Chromebook and brought up a YouTube video and I ran around and shot forty five out of fifty Sabathun eyes um, and the last five were in the prophecy dungeon and this is which, where which we tried. Uh, right. and failed spectacularly. <laughs> my, it was a lot of fun, exactly. but we failed. Right. Sp- like like right. textbook definition of failure was yes. was our attempts yes. at getting. And the reason we were doing prophecy, I was in it because I was like, it'll be fun. And then you were like, no, it will not be. And Sean's <laughs> like, I just want to shoot eyes. And then I got I did it once, and I was like, I don't give a fuck about your eyes. I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right. And... and- historically this is where i'd have been like nope not gonna get that title uh, but i was so close and i had been in the prophecy dungeon before i soloed up to the first boss on two characters and i was like me and sean i'm not gonna say we did well but when he and i tried it but you know it it, it 
we at least got like a, a system down of how we were trying to approach this particular thing or whatever. But I was like, man, I don't know. And then it's like, that's just the first boss. There's a lot more to it. Yeah, right? there is. I was reading it when we were having a hard time. I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to get past this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, so I, I left the clan that, that all of us were in, uh, in the hopes of, of finding, you know, uh, fellow old people who wanted to try to do this so I could get, I just wanted the five eyes. That's all I wanted to do. But in order to do that, you have to do the entire thing. You have to get to the end. You don't have to kill the boss, but you have to at least. So the, the final room that he's in rotates and it's like damage phase. So it's like you do a thing, you get to the boss damage phase. He, you run out of time there. You go back to a room and the room rotates around. Uh, and it's in it when you get to this one particular room, one rotation of the room, the last eye is in there. So it's not enough to do it. You need to tell whoever you're doing it with, hey, by the way, I need us to purposefully fail right. when a that, certain number of times. Fail, we just need to we just need to not wipe the boss before this particular rotation comes around for me. And do you know when that rotation would come? It's random, but um there's only, I think, four. So, uh, provided you're doing like normal damage and aren't like trying to melt or like doing all these weird tricks and shit like that, it's going to happen. Gotcha. Um, and so it, it came around and I pulled out Ruinous Effigy and shot that eyeball and, and got my title, uh, which was, man, I, my nerves were shot to shit. In, uh, uh, when I escaped Hades, my heart was pounding. I know it's not nearly the same thing. It's like, you're like, I climbed Mount Rushmore, and I was like, I made a pancake! You know, <laughs> uh, in comparison. And my heart was pounding. I mean, it was like, I mean, I was, yeah. I, I, like I know my hands were clammy. Yep. My heart was beating. And I, and, and I do that thing that I always do. I over apologize for stuff. So the person that, that you were doing this with, were they like, have they, they they've I'm presumably cleared prophecy before. And like, they were like, yeah, man, it's, so, no, it's no big, whatever, dude. Right. Right. Exactly. So I found this, this clan called the geezer guard and wow. they're all, they're all 40 plus who just all, play this. Thing, and then and they all need they, to be done by four all, because they have to go get the, the, the right. blue plate special. At the- right. Right. They all, but you know, it's, it's the thing you've seen a million times, super chill clam, blah, blah, blah. And then you get in there and it's screechers and they're calling you an idiot and sending you messages telling you how useless you are and shit. So I was like, that's fun. Well, I guess I'll try this. I don't know. And then all day, cause they had, somebody had set up a looking for guardians post in, in the discord for that, for that, uh, clan. And they were like, going to do prophecy at two 30. And this one guy needed the other five eyes. And I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, they only had two out of three. And I mentioned that I needed them. They're like, well, come on in. And I was like, no, you don't understand. I'm not good at this. Yeah. If, if he's looking for somebody to carry him so he can get the eyes, I don't need to be the third. Yeah. Like we can't have one person carrying two people. Right. And so, uh, and so the, the one guy who needed eyes had done prophecy once and the other guy had done it like five times. He just did it for the armor set. Like, cause mm-hmm. it's one of those ones where you get one piece of the armor per week. If yeah. You clear uh, so he got the Titan armor that I want and he was done, but he was willing to help this other guy. And then I was like, well, I could play maybe. And then mm-hmm. I tried, I talked myself out of it all day, all day. I was like, I'm not really 
it's going to be, you know how I am. I, do. I was like, I'm not good enough. It's going to be terrible. I'm going to ruin it for this other guy. And all day I was like, I'll be on, but man, if somebody else wanted to jump in, that'd probably be better. Mm-hmm. And nobody else, <laughs> whatever. Like, no, no, play. You got this. Yeah, they were like, well, it's fine. We could just try it. And I was like, no, he wants to do it, not try. Like he's, you know, there's a limited time. You're left. like, there is no try. There's only right. do or because, not do. You're like, because don't the Yoda me, motherfucker. <laughs> and it goes away, like at the yeah. end of the season. So I was yeah. like, this, it's a timed yeah. thing. I want him to get it. If yeah. I don't get it, it's not the end of the world. But yeah, uh, nobody else joined. So I got in there, and I, you know, wasn't terrible. And they were super chill, really nice dudes. One was in Texas, and the other guy that needed the eyes was in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just had a fucking good time. And I was scared shitless <laughs> for about two hours, but we got through it. Well, congratulations. That's fantastic. That was fun. You know, it's one of those things where I'm like, I can't believe I talked myself into doing it because I tried all day to talk myself out of it. And, well, that's uh, but good. Not, but, but that's good, though. That's sometimes that's, you know what, it's not about, it's not about the title it's not about the eyes. It's about like doing a thing and realizing that you know what I can hang with these guys. It's, it's yeah. You know what? It was it was fun. They we everybody had a good time, and it was it was fun. Yep. Yep. Well, that's fantastic. I'm I'm super proud of you for doing it because I know, uh, I know how I and I, and don't don't take this the wrong way, but I, I know how you get. Uh, so I think that's fucking great that you put yourself out there and and you were like. You know what? And I'm, I'm sober. I and, was sober the that whole seemed, time. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. No, man, that is that is amazing. Like that's that. I'm I'm really proud of you. That's fantastic. I think that's great. And now you're the forerunner. I am the forerunner. So you can it's put that like, like on a second, business card. The second lamest title you could have in Destiny. You can when people talk to you at work. You can be like, uh, I'm sorry, it's forerunner Mitchell. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dad. Uh, did you did you not know who I am? <laughs> You're talking to the forerunner. <laughs> like real talk, my dad actually did that at a restaurant once. He oh, did, nice. He pulled the "Do you know who I am?" Nice. It was not nice. Oh, <laughs> no, was, we did that. It was awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did that at uh, at Days I, of the Dead. I've year. never been so embarrassed in my life. Oh, this was fantastic. Gene didn't do it, but we absolutely did because. <laughs> We were, I don't know, we we were like standing in the lobby uh, mm-hmm. and not in line to meet anybody or anything like that. And we were just like, okay, what are we going to do now and this and that, right? And Danny Trejo walked through the lobby. And like, we were just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. that's Danny Trejo, right? And then, so Gene's the only one who said anything. And he was like, Trejo! And then Danny Trejo turned and I was like, what's up, homie? After that, all day. It's like. You want this guy to stand in line? Don't you know who this is? <laughs> Danny Trejo's homie right here. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> it even went like to the to the uh the restaurant after we left the hotel. That's <laughs> we're funny. Still doing it. It was all day. That's it hilarious. was so funny. That's hilarious. Um okay, so Festival of the Lost, which is our annual Halloween festival started. And I gotta tell you, I kind of feel like they they put this thing together. I don't feel like it was as planned out as well as other stuff has because I yeah. have zero interest in doing it based on like how things have been implemented 
mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, they phoned it in. This it feels like. I mean, I like props to the art department. I love the armor sets. Yeah, but you can you can buy that shit with, with bright dust and be done. Yeah, um, which is very really like, disappointing. Yeah, it's for me too. It is. I, I'm still doing it because I I do enjoy the haunted forest. Um, I like the haunted forest too. So so here's the differences here for people. So essentially, festival of the lost is like their Halloween festival. You wear you wear a mask. You get candy. It's a good time. There's just, you go in the haunted forest, which is a procedural. It's like a randomly generated thing. There's enemies to kill. Uh, you know the goal is to clear as many branches as you can before time runs out. Um, and then you get chests at the end, right? But the mm. difference this year is that there, if you do regular in-game activities, you get these cipher that drop. And at the end of a run of the Haunted Forest, there's five. There's a regular chest that you get for free. There's five chests that you need um, uh, to. You need ciphers to open. And if you um, get fifteen, uh, open fifteen chests with a cipher, you can purchase a ghost. Ghost. That looks yeah. like a mummy. 30, mm-hmm. you can purchase a, it's a sparrow. A sparrow. And then yeah. 45, what's 45? The ship. The ship. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, when they first did it, the drop rate for these ciphers was so low that like you could spend like an hour doing shit and get like two or three of them. Well, they, they changed things, and now it's like, if ciphers are going to drop, you get two of them, which is great. But like the other night, I did four patrols, and mm. I got two ciphers. So you're really mm. just kind of, it's the, unfortunately, it's, you know, it's kind of the destiny problem. You're just doing the same stuff that you normally do time and time again in the hopes that this random thing drops that you can right. then use to make the new stuff. Like, I love the Haunted Forest. It's super fun to go in and do. But if, if the reason to do it is to unlock these chests and I have to do all this other shit that I've been doing for how many years now in the yeah. hopes that something drops... So that yep. I can do it, it's just not really worth it. Yeah, I agree. I, it, it's unfortunate that the and the thing is like, like I said, the main draw for me were the armor sets, and that's just you can buy purchasable. Them. You can't unlock it. Like, there's no way to unlock it. Yeah, which was you know, which I expected, but is is kind of lame. But yeah, even the stuff to buy is not like I don't even like the money stuff that much. It's all right. Yeah, uh, I won't. I won't use any of it. Right. My whole thing is like I have every triumph from every festival loss so i'm going to do it just to get the triumphs for it or whatever yeah. Nothing, there's, there's no reward for that but it's just i have i've done it every year so i'm gonna do it again yeah because you know it's one of those things where it gives me something to do in destiny and destiny is my happy place so right and and i think unfortunately though what this does is it makes me worry about beyond light because i'm like now, on the one hand, you could say, yeah, they kind of phoned this in because the season dropped later than they were expecting. Mm. Or, sorry, Beyond Light is coming later Got than they pushed, expected. Yeah. So they're kind right. of like filling, just trying to fill content. But on the other hand, I go, well, they're vaulting a bunch of shit, a bunch of planets. Like, mm-hmm. is Beyond Light going to be something where we do stuff for, you know, a couple days and then it's back to the same grind? Like, I am actually glad that Beyond Light is on Game Pass because I'm actually like concerned about paying for it mm. because I don't know if there's going to be enough stuff yeah. to have warranted the price. Right. Like I pay for game pass and they're getting paid by game pass. So I feel like I'm good, but mm. I, I'm a little concerned that when beyond light drops, like what we need is destiny three or whatever, whatever the next like full release of destiny is 
That's yeah. and I don't think that's going to be beyond light. I think it's going to be more no. like a shadow keep type of thing, and then mm-hmm. you're just back to doing the same stuff and you know from before. And I hope to be proven wrong. And I understand the situation that everybody's in and that they're in and and how that could affect like this type of thing. But it does make me worry. Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, and it's a hundred percent, you know, a warranted uh, thing, you know, based on on how it's gone lately. But uh, you know, if they stick to the formula, then this should be a forsaken level thing, which would be Shadow Keep would have been right. Whereas Shadow Keep would have been one of their smaller, yeah, know, DLC things. So we'll see. Yeah. Yep. All right. So on the movie side, um, so uh, this show is going up a little bit later than normal. Normally, we we uh, release things on Monday. Uh, this week, we're releasing it on Tuesday. And the reason we're releasing it on Tuesday is because uh, we were kind enough to get a screener for uh, Chop Chop which is a mm-hmm. new uh, horror movie um, coming out, and they the embargo is such that uh, Monday wouldn't work, but Tuesday would. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, Chop Chop is, um, I would say, I don't watch a lot of, Mitch, you're the, you're the independent horror movie um, expert, mm-hmm. but it's, it's an independent um, yes. horror movie. Um, and um, it stars uh, Jake Taylor as Chuck and uh, Atala Arce as Liv. And they are a couple who um, bad stuff happens to them. And then... Mm-hmm. As they try to mitigate the bad stuff that happens to them, more mm-hmm. bad stuff keeps happening to them. Um, essentially, uh, you know, they're just kind of like a couple. They're having dinner. This pizza delivery man shows up, somehow warps through the wall, <laughs> tries to yeah. attack Liv, and Chuck uh, Chuck and Liv kill him. And then the rest of the night is them kind of like trying to get rid of the body and then all of the characters that they meet along the way that put them in greater and greater jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, it's directed by Roni Patel, right, written by Roni Patel and Andrew I. Yeah, it's his debut, yeah. 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 So here's the thing, and this is not a, um, well, I guess you can take it or leave it. Mm. I got... <laughs> Okay. Everybody knows because I'm a Fast and Furious fan. I love Paul Walker. You know, rest in mm-hmm. peace. You know, just predilections for dating teenage girls aside. Uh, I love Paul Walker. One of my absolute favorite movies, not just Paul Walker movies, but movies, period, is mm. Running Scared. Oh, God. Same. Yep. And this movie gave me some serious Running Scared vibes. Yeah. Because, I can see that. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't come to that on my own. But now that you say it, I absolutely can see it. Like, that. running scared is a story of a guy trying to fix a problem, and all the fucking weirdo, <laughs> violent, low lifes he comes across in Los yeah. Angeles as he is trying to fix this problem. And yeah. it's, it's just got a fucking great atmosphere. And there are some scenes in that movie that are like super whack, but they fit because it's like this. It's, it's fucking great. I love mm-hmm. it. I love running yeah, scared so to death. And when I was watching this movie, I was like, Oh, it's like running scared because these people keep finding like 
these worse and worse situations <laughs> with these shittier yeah. and shittier people. Right. And, it, and it just made me, it gave me that scuzzy, just like, uh, it just, I thought it was like, it, it was like, it was running scared. Not that it, not that it was that, but that's what yeah. I kept kind of going to as I was watching it and, and seeing the stuff uh, that went, that they went through. And for me, I was like, Shit, man! All day, every day. Like, uh, like yeah. I'm good, man. Like, this is great. Yeah, I was completely surprised because, like, I I watched the trailer and I was like, I don't think he's gonna like this, but like, I I appreciate people reaching out to us and wanting us to watch their stuff. It uh, and and so I'm I'm hesitant to not reply to these things sometimes. Like, I watched it, I was like, and and from the trailer, and I don't know if it's how it was cut or what I, this completely blew me away. It went in an entirely different like direction than I expected it to go based on what I watched in mm-hmm. the trailer. I thought it was going to be okay. This weird pizza guy is dismembering, like cutting heads off. Yes. All right. Yes. And that's not at all what it is right. at all. Right. Like it's, it's, it's like a, like you said, it's, it's a crime thing. And like, it, it's, it's these over the top scenarios and like, the tension, good. I was shocked. If this is this guy's first movie, there were scenes where I was sitting there like, I was like, oh shit. Like I was almost biting nails. I was like, well, how, how are they going to get out of this? Like what's going to happen? I was like, oh shit. Because, because I, I feel like, uh, uh, um, Jake Taylor and, uh, and Atala RC or whatever, like they, they did such a good job that I, I cared about the characters and that's so not a thing typically for indie movies. Um, but man, I was just like, this shit is like, this dude needs to make more movies because each like thing they went into, I was like, well, don't do that. And then they do it, you know, or don't do that. And then she would, she was like, I'm coming in. I was like, no, <laughs> like, yeah, stay in the car, stuff like that. But man, it was, it was, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. And you could tell like they, I mean, they, the way they, they, uh, the, the relationship between the two of them, like you could tell there was like some difficulties that they were having. It wasn't just like a, like standard kind of like, you know, I mean, all couples have their own issues. And so it was like, sure. they, they definitely felt realer. I mean, there were parts like I was, I was definitely like a little confused, like the one scene like the pizza delivery man, like his brother where the guy's like choking on an orange. And I was like, what, what right. is that? Like, yeah. there, were, like, it's not right. <laughs> there were, there were some things where I was, I was genuinely confused at. Yeah. Um, and in particular, like the, the, well, some the, of, the phasing through walls thing makes no sense. Well, and that's I'm, the thing. Like, so what they, I feel, okay. So I feel like what they tried to do is so Pulp Fiction as, as kind of, um, like, like uh out uh, overblown not overblown but um oversized and kind of outrageous as it is mm-hmm. there was like a somewhat of like a supernatural element to certain parts right like well like what's in the yeah. case right you know, things case, like yeah. that and so i felt like they were trying to inject some of that here where it was trying mm. to be that there was like it was it was like this kind of scuzzy kind of like trying to be realistic thing where these this couple get attacked by this guy in their home they kill him and then the rest mm. of the night is them trying to figure out well how do i dispose of this body and then more bad shit happens and now we've got another problem to fix and then more bad shit happens and now we have another problem to fix but then that like well he said he can face through walls i feel like they were trying to kind of 
do that like almost pulp fictiony like yeah like it's kind of this gr- this like grimy uh almost kind of grindhousey type of movie but with just like a like a like a chef's kiss of weird paranormal stuff right. i don't feel like it worked even though mm. it that's actually what happened <laughs> Right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and so and there was like, and then there was some other parts, like I said, like that. That was just like I kind of was like scratching my head, like, wait, what? Like, and so I, oh, I think I that, laughed out loud at one part. <laughs> I, I think that for the movie they made with the budget they had, and I think it was mm-hmm. really well done, and I think it just showed. Like, I would love to see what what Roni Patel does after this, especially if he gets. Same. You know, a little more. I should. I, I, I'm just assuming it's a he. I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, if he gets a little more funding, a little more of a budget. Um, yeah. Because. Um, and and yeah, like when you look at the poster, like don't the poster is it the worst. Not, yeah. It, the no, poster it is not the worst. What this movie is. You know, right. because it it just don't don't you think it don't this is not. This is not a slasher movie. This is right, like is, a this is a one night in hell. Like I think of um oh shit. Oh uh, what's okay. It's not before the devil knows you're dead, but it's something similar to that. Uh fuck, I'll have to remember what it is. What's like these two hey, and if you think of like a, there's so many of these movies where like you know this crime goes wrong and like folks are like either the cops or the guy like they're trying to like they have one night where they got to like fucking figure fix shit yeah. before it all goes to shit. That's what yep. this movie is. Yep. It's, it's, it, it comes off like a slasher movie and yeah, the pizza delivery guy, well, it's not that. So mm. like, if you're like, well, I don't like slasher movies. I don't want to watch this. Don't let that, like, this is a full on, like just <laughs> terrible. And, and it actually gets kind of funny too. Right. Because it's yeah. just like, a, like a thing after thing. And you're like, Oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, oh shit. Okay, now, so the thing that I laughed out loud at was was at the house when he finds the, when he's like he sees the dynamite and he's like, well, that's the one thing I could do, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the cut, <laughs> he's perfectly fine. He's just like it's like a cartoon. He just has some like black smut on his yeah, face and his yeah. hair is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh. I mean, if you go into this, okay, it's not it's it's not a big studio release, so you do have to give a little bit of slack for that. And I, and I mean, I definitely think that there's like there's definitely places where I mean, there's definitely room for improvement. Like, don't get me wrong, but you know what type of movie it seems like it's going to be within the first 10, 15 minutes. And then the type of movie that it ends up being when mm-hmm. it's all said and done are two totally yes. different movies. Absolutely. And it was like really cool to have that experience of being like, well, I think it's going to be the, cause I was like, Oh, all right, this guy's going to show up and then it's going to be white. He's going to hold them hostage. Like we still have a lot of time left. And then it was just like, well, he's dead. Okay. All right. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then there's like, there's, there's questions that don't ever get answered, yeah. you know, uh, like Chuck has a past and you don't that you, you, yeah. a little bit of that kind of comes to the surface, right. but you don't still know what it is. And so, and that just kind of, get, uh, did you kind of get like the, the feeling that, that, uh, live also? Yeah. Like maybe yeah. had, cause she was perfect. She was like certain things she did upset her, but other things she was like, yeah, okay, we're doing that. This, they you know doing that again or whatever. Because I wonder, like, I felt like maybe they played it a little bit as if she didn't know everything about Jake's past and stuff like that. But Chuck. 
but at the same time, she was like, wasn't shocked by certain things and yeah. stuff like that. So I had the same question. I was like, wait, like there's something else there, I think. Yeah. And I, and I, you know what? I, I, these days I, I kind of like movies where they don't answer everything. Like I'm trying to think. Oh God. And the neighbor. Oh God. Yeah. That shit was weird. That's, and that's the thing where at the end I was like, wait, what? Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like there was some stuff where it just was like, there were certain things that I'm like, I don't fully kind of get it, but that's fine. That's fine. Like, I'm trying to think what it was that I watched or read recently where I was like, they they weren't interested in answering all the questions. But God, for the like, I was talking to my wife about it for the life of me now. I can't remember what it was, but I'm sure it'll come to me. Um, damn it. This is this is welcome to getting old. By the way, this is what this is this is this is half of my day. Like I went to tell you something, and now I can't remember. Oh, control, control. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the game control. Like there's all these questions, and they just don't answer it. They don't even try. They don't. It's not like you can find a collectible. It's just like, hey, a bunch of fucking weird, fucked up shit happened. Well, what? Why? Uh, you're never gonna know. Just move on yeah. with your life. Just be okay <laughs> with that. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Um. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad we were able to watch it. And when it uh, hits, you know, video on demand and yeah, twentieth uh, October twentieth, uh, October twentieth, and you should, uh, you should watch it too. Absolutely. Um, okay. So the next one is uh, a Shutter exclusive. So you can watch it on Shutter right now, and that is uh, scare me. And that is um, Josh Rubin. So he, he's in the movie. He wrote the movie. He I believe mm-hmm. he directed the movie. He did. And um, Aya Cash, who, if you've watched um, season two of The Boys, she plays Stormfront. Um, mm. And then Chris Red uh, as Carlo, the pizza delivery guy, who <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, yes. So, uh, essentially, Scare Me is a story. Uh, Josh Rubin plays Fred. He's an aspiring writer who uh, rents a cabin in whatever it could be the Catskills or some kind of remote area in the hopes that he can like write his, va- his werewolf revenge saga. Right. <laughs> um, and as he's out running one day, he meets uh, Cash's character, Fanny, who is a successful horror writer. She wrote a zombie uh, book called Venus. And she uh, has also kind of gone, gone to the Catskills to be able to get away. And they, she comes over to his house because there's like a power outage and mm-hmm. they're kind of talking to one another and they just decide to tell each other scary stories to entertain each other um, as as the night goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it, it kind of goes from there. Um, I'm kind of uneven on this one, to be perfectly honest. I think that okay. like the performances were great, particularly like I think it's very difficult it, this isn't like a creep show type of thing where they're telling a story and then it shifts and the story is mm. being acted out by actual actors with makeup and prosthetics. It's like they literally are doing the voices and the faces and the right. And that is extremely difficult. And they did a fantastic job, uh, particularly yeah. like with the stories that they were telling. But as a horror movie, particularly, and I don't want to. Sp- 
spoil the ending, how it ended. A, I was confused. Mm. Uh, and B, I just, I don't know. I was, I still at the end don't know if kind of some of the stuff that happened in the end was actually genuinely one of them trying to scare the other or mm. actually like real. Yeah. Well, I you know I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought you know I thought as as a horror comedy, it, it worked pretty well for me. Uh, I did think the ending was was fairly predictable. I think there was some heavy heavy foreshadowing mm-hmm. uh, for how it ended, and I was like, oh okay, it's this. Um, but you know, I, I still you know I loved Chris Red. Like when Chris Red showed up, it got so much better than it had been before then. And unfortunately, he's not in it for very long. But, um, you know, I, I enjoyed the, the storytelling. Some of the stories I didn't particularly love, like the, the troll thing. I like the troll uh, one. I, I mean, it was, it, it was funny, like him doing the walk and the voice and stuff. Yeah. But, like, it, it, so, and, and it probably speaks to the fact that, that she is an actual, like, successful writer and, and he is not. Because her stories, I thought, were much better. Uh, and it was funny how like he would just have an idea, but had no idea how to make into a story. And so she kind of would you know, take the lead and be like, well, maybe they, this happens next and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then this. Uh, so I, I liked her stuff more than him. Which makes think, sense, because, I mean, that that's kind yeah. of her whole thing is she keeps telling him right. like, well, this that's not, you know, what she says is to him is like, that's not an idea or that's not a right. story. That's right. an idea. That's an idea. Right. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that kind of threw me a little bit was just she was a fucking terrible person, <laughs> like, like for no reason, it seems. And I don't know, like, maybe that's just my ignorance. But like when they meet and they're having a conversation, like at the beginning and he's like, I'm, you know, I'm Fred, by the way. And she's like, I didn't ask your name. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, I'd be like, well, fuck you, too. And I went right on running like, you know, or whatever, I- like. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just a thing where, like, you know, you got to assume if she's used to being in New York city and there's just some like random guy just kind of like walks up to her and is like talking to her, she's probably right. used to that. And it's probably like, not today, dude. Like it, I don't care. Right. Like I, I, I have to imagine that if she's, she's probably used to sure. having guys and, and she's, kind of like you know, intrude upon her personal space and sure. trying to get that type of information. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Right. And, and that's fine. But then, you don't have her turn around when the lights go out and like just show up at this dude's house and like, let's make a fire and you're going to entertain me. Right. Like, you know, it was like, who, who the fuck is this? Like, and that, and that was the other thing is like, I felt like what they were, tr- they were, it's like, they almost were trying to make a commentary. Cause she was like very woke. Um, mm-hmm. and they were almost like, they were trying to make a commentary on that because he came like a bunch of times. was like, what the fuck is your problem? Right. Right, but then she never really kind of talked about, and I, I felt like that. I, I did. I just didn't really understand where they were trying to go with that aspect of it. Exactly, that was the one issue I had with it. I was like, man, why would this, why would he entertain her for a split second, like when she's been nothing but shitty or like weird? I don't know. There's just something there that i was like i don't think these people would be hanging out like telling each other stories and then and then there was like a time where because she was very resistant to doing um her book as a story Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i thought they were gonna go down some road where like she didn't actually write 
her. I did too. Oh, I thought that was going to be the thing. That was just bizarre that she was so. And then, but then she went and did it. Right. The other other thing was weird was like, she's like, let's do Coke. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) I I was like, I've like, and he's like, she's like, you never done Coke. And the pizza guy's like, you've never done Coke. And I'm like, I've never done Coke. I'm 48 years old. I don't even know where I would get Coke. Like if my wife and I were like, here for our 50th birthday, let's do some Coke. I would be like, I don't even know. How do you even? Can I get that at Publix? Like, can I just talk right, to the pharmacist know. and be like, "Yeah, who do I call? Like, I want some coke." <laughs> like, I don't exactly right, and I'm like, "Well, of course she does. he hasn't done coke. Who does coke? Like, it's not <laughs> 1985. I'm not Studio exactly. 54. Like, <laughs> so there were like bits like that that I just was like, I don't, I don't get it." Like I, not that I didn't get it. I just there were like some stuff like that, kind of like, um, just kind of like added in that I just yeah. felt like didn't necessarily. They didn't really add anything to things, and all they did was just confuse me. Yeah, and it felt forced. And it, it absolutely felt forced. Yes, you are one hundred percent correct. Yeah, but out, outside of that one nitpick, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, me too. Oh. Um, and, and there's, uh, I mean, I, I would, I'm, I'm excited to, like, I haven't watched, like, there's so much TV to watch right now. So mm-hmm. season, like, I'm not, I, I don't care how other, um, I don't care how other services do it. I don't like, like, if you're going to release a season, release a fucking season. I don't want to wait every week. I, if I wanted to wait a week for a show, I'd watch regular TV. So, like, right. you know, The Boys just finished. I'm excited to watch season two of that because I Cash is in it. Supernatural just started back up. Fuck yes. Supernatural, yep. finally. We can get to the end of season 15. Oh, let's see. Haunting of Bly Mar- Manor just started back up, and I'll yep. fucking rep for, like, yeah. Uh, Mike Mike Flanagan Mike Flanagan, Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm terrible with names uh, like all day uh, and and then um, Hellstrom just dropped on Hulu which is supposed to be very uneven but still fine and then the CW um, is like I know none of y'all watched uh, Swamp Thing because we fucking killed it but right. you can watch Swamp Thing I'm like fuck yeah I'll right. watch Swamp Thing and then I'm trying to think what else something the else books, oh books, books of, of blood. blood Jesus yeah. Christ yeah and I'm like okay there's just like so much stuff to watch right now and it's great because mm-hmm. lord knows you don't want to stay tuned into what's going on in the real world but right. um and i did watch because i needed some positivity in my life i don't like i i i watch master chef every summer but it wasn't on this summer mm. and netflix has i don't know the exact name of it but it's essentially a barbecue the barbecue show man my kids are obsessed with that i shit. love that show <laughs> you want to talk about like I get it for like, um, you know these kind of reality competition shows. You need to have a little drama. Talk about a completely drama-free show. Like I love it because I just I I just loved how much the contestants were kind of there for each other. I loved hearing about the different techniques and all that stuff. And I would I was so happy to watch that show because I was <laughs> like, it's just people just like one the. Okay, two things. One, it was just how positive the contestants were, particularly Rashid, who I loved to death because he was this 
you know, he's a young black guy, and he just, like, had never done any barbecue competition before. But this cat is, like, fucking, he knows his shit when it comes to food and flavors. And I'm just like, I'm jealous of this motherfucker, because I would love to be him. But he just seemed like such a cool guy, just such a nice, down-to-earth guy, and he, you know, whatever. But also the judges, right? So there's four judges. One, the host of The Floor is Lava, who apparently is, like, a NASCAR commentator or whatever. That show's so bad. <laughs> there's we, we watched the full season. Uh, there's this black woman, and I can't remember what her deal with the barbecue is. Then there's this white woman. She's like a barbecue judge. She's like got restaurants, and there's this black guy, and he's like a barbecue pit master or whatever. Well, so the white woman and the black guy, like, they are fucking hilarious because in most of the time, like, when you have these judges, like, they know for, like, the cameras and stuff how to, like, not – like they they just kind of know how to play the game these two they don't give a fuck so when they talk to the contestants and the contestant has a bad idea you can see it on their face immediately (laughs) and i laugh my ass off because they will every time you can see in their face and then the person and they're like okay and the contestant leaves and then they'll each like talk shit to each other about the person and it makes me laugh every time not because i want them talking shit about the contestants but because they're not fake they're just like that is a terrible yeah. idea and i don't know how to hide that in oh, my face i love that <laughs> god i love that so much and it's just <laughs> that's I just, so my problem with this like yeah these new shows in the wake of these new game shows in the yes. wake of reality television yes Ugh. and i know <laughs> like i know you didn't like the lego show and i i understand why you didn't like it i get that but what i liked about the Lego, i liked show, the show right uh, what I it's, liked about it was that the fucking the con- how it ended exactly. <laughs> but I I liked that there was no drama. It wasn't like there wasn't a villain, right? It was just you might have liked some groups more than other groups, but there it was all just like people just making like cool builds, right? And that's yeah. what I like about the barbecue show is it's like you can just kind of like see the techniques and how they do stuff, and it just. It's like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they make some pulled pork, and we can all just have a sandwich. Yeah, right. Like that just seems really nice. Like, can we all just? And have it's twenty twenty. I just want a sandwich. That's I it. Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love that show. I can't wait for it to come back. And honestly, that's why like I like Queer Eye as much as I do, because mm. it's just positivity. There is, yeah. if you were to draw a Venn diagram of episodes of Queer High and episodes of Queer Eye that I have cried while watching, they would it would just be a circle. <laughs> <laughs> every one, every single one, I cry at the end. <laughs> Seriously, that's not a joke. Like that is a. <laughs> I've never seen it. However it many episodes, if it's forty-five, I have forty-five for forty-five, <laughs> crying at the like just. At watching, like, like writing automation code, just like, she should talk to her mother. You know, like, just <laughs> don't care. Just like, yep. But it, you know what? They they help people. They help exactly. people. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, we have some really good stuff coming up. I'm so excited in, in the next, like, few weeks we've we've got we can't really talk about we've got mitch has been putting in work getting us some screeners for some really like fun movies so um the schedule for the show might be a little weird as we move on because we do have embargoes to kind of work around um but you know we want to make sure that we're doing right by the people who you know kind of give us these opportunities but we also want to make sure we're doing right by you so Things might be a little 
like I don't know how to say it, but it might not the schedule might not be the same as how it normally is because Yeah, we, it might be a little erratic. Yeah, because we've got these opportunities. But man, we've got a couple of like these really oh, fun one fun of them is a fucking banger. Oh my god, it was like my most anticipated yeah. for the year, so Yeah. So, um I think we'll be back in the next couple of weeks, but given the embargo of one of these, it might be more like three. So anyway, uh, follow <laughs> Mitch and I on Twitter. Uh, so Mr. Binky, M-I-S-T-E-R-B-I-N-K-Y, Mr. Bones, uh, you have an underscore, right? Yeah, Mr. Underscore Bones. Yeah, and then, of course, the Divided by Werewolves. The and also, by we're werewolves. on Instagram. We're now, on the like, Instagram, because my man with the social media, he's got we're, he's uh, one for the gram. Whenever I hear of Instagram, I think of Atlanta, the season when ZZ Bats goes to Drake's house, because she's like, I need to get some pictures with Drake, because my Instagram is weak as fuck. And I'm like, I don't even have Instagram, so you're better than me. <laughs> and uh, the Werewolves Instagram is not weak as fuck. Like, yeah. people are... People are following it, so yeah, get in there. So, so you know where to find us, and and so you know if you if you got a movie you want us to watch, we'll fucking watch. If you got a movie you want yep. us to come come on the show and talk about whatever, but you know where yeah. to find us, and 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 we'll keep uh, we'll keep doing our thing. But uh, we we really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. Um, you know what? It's it's been a year. Let's all just be good to each other. Be safe. You know, figure out how you can vote. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Make sure they have a plan, a safe plan. And then, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Good, bad, or indifferent. I'm not going to say good, bad, or indifferent. I'm going to say whoever it is you choose to vote for, your voice is important. So make sure that you vote. Yep. But, uh, you know, be good to each other. Be safe. And uh, we look forward to spending some more time with you uh, in the next few weeks. So for myself and Mitch, this has been episode 105. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next few weeks. So thank you again. Good night. And have a good evening.